Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The best bits of the week with Morgan. Part one. Behind the scenes with a member of the show. Merry Christmas. Hey. Well, almost. We're Close. almost there. It's basically Christmas weekend. Are you doing anything? Nope. Nope. I can't talk. I'm so excited for Christmas. I can't even talk. It's just exploding out of you all the Christmas. Gosh, it is. Have you been doing anything exciting this holiday season, Mike? Not really. It takes me to like right about now to really get into the spirit. Dang, you haven't done like pop-up bars. No. Did you decorate for Christmas? No. We're going to go like look at lights, I guess is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> you say like you do like white girls or something? Like <laughs> no, just I guess people in general for Christmas. And I was thinking about this recently of like, I didn't really have Christmas as a kid. Yeah. As far as like traditional Christmas, like lights, presents on Christmas Eve. Like we would always just go to Mexico every single Christmas. So I don't really know U.S. Christmas until like I was a teenager. Got it. So that's what that's what you meant by you guys. Yeah, you guys. It wasn't basic white girls. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So you're you're gonna be doing some some basic American Christmas. Yeah. This year we will dive into some like traditions and stuff. But what we're gonna talk about here for a second. So listener Maureen suggested this idea to me. She's like, I would love if you could count down all of the Christmases that you guys have had the last several years, like our Christmas shows. So that's what this weekend ah, is got it. of the best bits. Is we are starting from 2017. In the 90s, we did a 90s themed gift exchange. Then we go to number six, which is 2018, which is gifting something you already own. And then number five, a blue Christmas in 2019, which I still use what you gave me. Well, you at least turned me on it. Now now I can't get off of it. (laughs) And then number four, we got the $69 real dirty Christmas gift exchange in 2020. We had our mystery box Christmas in 2021. And then our spicy Christmas in 2022. And then this year, gifts that start with S 2023. Damn, we've been a lot of fun ones. Yeah, right? I was looking back when I was putting this together. Like, So shout out to this this listener, Maureen, who came up with this idea because so good. And it just so happened she su- suggested it on a year that I could actually include seven. And it's all seven that I've been here. It's perfect. Which is wild. It's crazy. I've been here for seven Christmases. It's 
crazy to think about. But I'm really impressed with uh, all the themes that you came up with, Bobby came up with, us in this last yeah. one. Like, dang, impressive. Do you yeah. feel good about those, like listening back? Yeah, I like, <laughs> I mean, it's always hard to come up with like a different theme each year. So I think this is why, this is one of the first years where we suggested like everybody throw in your ideas and we pick one. But yeah, looking back at those, those are fun. Yeah, we were wild. I mean, each year it just totally went <laughs> off the rails of different, like none of them are similar in any type of way, which is cool. All right, well, those are the bits. So if you do want to listen to the past Christmases we've had here on the show, that's what is in part two, just the bits. But Mike, let's talk Christmas. So how are you going to be spending your Christmas holiday? You kind of started to dive in there. Yeah, for the actual Christmas trip, we are going to Texas because it's easy with my wife and my family. We They're both there. So we go a couple of days with her family and a couple of days with my family. And they're like less than an hour apart. Okay, so not a lot of traveling. Do you yeah. have to travel on Christmas Day? Yeah, on Christmas Day is when we'll make the switch from her family to my family's. Gotcha. So you'll spend like your last day with hers for a little bit on Christmas, mm -hmm. and then you'll leave and spend your first day with yours. Christmas and then like the day after, and then maybe another day just for us to hang out. Okay. And anything planned for sure besides that day? That is it. Like, I okay, don't really sweet. look. I think I'm just looking forward to doing nothing, I to feel be that. quite honest. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. I love watching Christmas movies. So it's mainly just like hang out, spend time together. And I think now as an adult also that I don't really care so much about Christmas presents. I'm like, let's just hang out, not plan anything and just chill. Can I ask you, like going over to your wife's house, like I always get so excited for Christmas because I go to my parents and like I can just lay around and do nothing. Do you feel like when you're at like her family that you're like, hmm, I feel like I have to do something? Yeah, a little bit. It's like... I'm relaxed there because over the years we've got obviously gotten more comfortable with each other. And I feel like probably this year was the year that I feel like I can just fully be myself around them. But it's also like when you're at somebody's house, you're like, oh, I got to I have to like entertain or do something. Otherwise, it's like I'm just blending into the couch. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was like weird because like I can totally be a couch potato at my parents' house. But like, can I be a couch potato otherwhere? I don't know. Yeah, because otherwise I would just fully shut off and go up and like the room up top and just watch movies by yeah, myself. Yeah, like pull yourself away. Yeah, I, I'm like that. Yeah. Dang. So not entirely, but it's also just part of staying at somebody's house in general. Not even just like your wife, like your in-laws. It's just staying at somebody else's house in general, I think. Yeah, the good thing about my wife's family is they're also super into board games. Love that. So it's easy just like, oh, let's play it. What board game are we playing now? We'll just play one after another and then we'll watch sports together. So at least there's always like an activity to do together. So I feel like it's me trying to like fill in the other gaps of like just hanging out. Yeah, that's fair. I love that you guys do that because every time like Christmas night, I always want to play games with my whole family. And they've over the years have finally gotten to the point where they don't fight me on it. But for a long time, they're like, we don't want to do this. We just want to sleep. I'm like, guys, they don't want to play games. It's the one day of the year that we are all in the same room. We are playing games. So but now now it's like, OK, Morgan, what game you got this year? So now I got them. You know, I got them hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. But it started out, they're like, we don't want to play board games. Like, what, what, what? let's just all hang out here together and talk. I'm like, what? Why do I want to talk? We already talked all day. <laughs> let's yeah. play some games. And then my side of the family is also super into games. My mom is the one in charge of, like, the games we're playing. Mm. And she wants to do the big saran wrap ball. Yes, we did that last year. She loves that game. She, so she called me the other day. She's like, we're going to do the ball. Let's see who gets the big prize. She loves that game. See, I think we're going to do that again this year, too. And I think I'm going to come up with, I've been I've been saving a lot of videos I see online of all, oh, like, yeah. the makeshift ones. So I think I'm going to make my family do all those this year. I want to do that <laughs> one where you, like, set up different, like, points on a table. 
you yes. like you like put the little markers and then you try to like roll like a coke can or something to try to like make it stop on one and then you get that prize yes. i want to do that one okay yeah that is one i've seen i've also seen i don't think i want to do the candle one but there's a candy cane one where you have to use like your hips to try and connect a candy cane on the floor that's like dangling from a string from your hips that sounds tough <laughs> yeah. really funny things especially the more you drink so <laughs> you know that's kind of stuff so i'm also going back to kansas for christmas we making a little road trip home with Remy and Hazel. Nice little fun drive with the three of us. And then I'm hanging out there. I don't, I don't even think I'm coming back for New Year's Eve. I think I'm going to stay with my parents, too. Really? Yeah. Normally I come back, but man, every year New Year's Eve disappoints me. So I just think I'm done with it. <laughs> I think I've given up on it. <laughs> you got to take my advice, though, and fully enjoy the New Year's Day to just yeah. hang out. No expectations. You are right. I am. And that's my plan this year. So I think if I stay home, I might actually do that. Versus being here in Nashville, I'll be like, I got to go do something. You know, that kind of thing. Okay, do you have a favorite Christmas ornament? You know, Christmas ornaments are fairly new for me, too. Like, okay. I didn't have a tree, like, when I was living here by myself. So until my wife came along, she's like, we got to go to Target. We got to get a tree. And that was even before she moved in. Because she's like, when I come here, I want it to feel like Christmas. I didn't have anything. So we've slowly been building our own set of ornaments. So what we kind of realized is all of the things on it right now are just things that I like because it's the only way that she can like get me in the Christmas spirit. So we'll go and we'll find like superhero ornaments or like I have a Michael Myers horror movie. Got ornaments. it. Okay. I have a Post Malone ornament. So it's like slowly. So this is like a Mike D tree. Basically, it's like and it's mostly covered in like these Simpsons ornaments that her mom got me like uh, maybe a couple years ago. So literally everything on the tree is basically me. She has like one book ornament that's for her. And then we have like a couple of like things from us together. But yeah, it's mainly a shrine to me of all of the things I like. Dang, Mike. I mean, I think I figured out like your next gift to her is like some ornaments <laughs> for her to add to the tree. That'd be a good one. Okay, so out of all of those, which one is your favorite right now? Oh, I really like the Post Malone one because it's like... It's like the biggest one out of all of them. And I put them towards the top. Okay. And then we just went to New York for like Thanksgiving. And there was some people selling like handmade ones. So I have a Spider-Man one and a Wolverine one. And they just look completely different than everything else on the tree because they're like made out of like cloth. That's cool. So they like hand stitched and they look totally different. No, those are awesome. Okay. Mine, you probably haven't heard of mine, but they're a pretty famous one called Willow Tree Angels. No. I, uh, are they like really old and regal looking? Yeah, kind of. So, well, there, there's also... Let me Google the, it. So there's a there's that version, but then there's also like a totally like, not glass. I don't know. It's like white and it kind of looks like cement, but it's a cream color ornament that's like of the same okay. category. They look familiar. So there was this snow baby of that version. And every year for Christmas, like my, my parents have a beautiful looking, like very aesthetically pleasing tree. And all of the ornaments are easily like breakable, right? Real and tree or fake tree? A uh, fake tree. We had a real tree until my a cat we had one year totally destroyed it. So then from every year <laughs> on, we've had fake trees. Um, and so this snow baby, though, it's like this little snow angel, but it's a little baby like sliding on a star. And every year I got to hang it. And I got really excited because I was a kid and I always got to have a breakable ornament that I got to hang. So the snow baby every year. Now, obviously, I don't. My mom has to hang it because it has to be up by the time <laughs> I'm there. Um, but the snow baby ornament, I always look to see where she like places it every time I go home too. So you don't have a tree here? 
I have a tree here. Okay. But like that's my favorite ornament, like just from all like the nostalgia and stuff. The ones here though, I did just get sent some from Perky Prince that are Hazel and Remy, and I love those. That's cool. Those are really cool. Like their little faces and they're clear, so they're like really elegant looking. And then you just see their faces in the tree. <laughs> so those are cool too. But the the snow baby is my favorite of like all time. All right, describe your ideal Christmas. My ideal Christmas, I like waking up early on Christmas. Like super early, like 6 a.m.? I wake up at 6 a.m. Wild. If it was ideal, like I get to pick how we do Christmas, we would wake up at 6 a.m. and we would have like just coffee and then do gifts. I like doing it Christmas morning. I don't like doing it Christmas Eve, Eve, like right at the start of the day, open gifts and then just the chaos of like whatever we want to do the rest of the day. Everybody kind of do your own thing after that. But I just like the feeling of waking up and doing it right at the start of the day. Yeah. No, and I'm early. 100% with you. I don't normally like waking up early at any point in time, but like Christmas Eve when I was a kid, I could never sleep every year. Like I slept really good. And then Christmas Eve came and I hardly slept like an hour and then be like, Morgan, get out of bed. Like <laughs> we got to go. Santa came and like you do the stockings, you do the gr- Christmas gifts. First thing, my dad would always put out like a cheese ball and that would be our, our meal until like we were done opening presents. Cause nobody wanted to stop to make food. And so we just go hard all morning, and that was always my favorite. And then, like like you said, we'd have the rest of the day to do absolutely whatever we wanted. And most of the time, it involved eating, snacking, drinking, games, and repeat, and like the whole rest of the day, just over and over again, and us all kind of hanging out together. Sometimes it involves a walk, but not very often. <laughs> so oh yeah, I don't want to walk on Christmas. Yeah, like well, sometimes we're like, dang, if we're gonna like go for round two of all this food, like we can go outside for a little bit. Yeah, so, sometimes like going outside, like throwing the football around is fun. I feel like that's more Thanksgiving though. Yeah, like, get a walk, go around. Here's my thing though, like my ideal Christmas in- involves all of that, but really it involves snow. I mm. love white Christmases. Like when it snows, I'm like, this is what a Christmas is supposed to be. I can't think I've ever had a white Christmas. I think it's only happened like once or twice in my time of witch trot. Snow always comes in January. I'm like, wait, what yeah. are we doing, guys? Like, it's supposed to be a Christmas. <sighs> yeah, here it's January. We never got it in Texas. Mexico, no. Yeah, I was going to say, you that. guys are too far south. I don't think so. No snow. Yeah. Yeah, white Christmas. Man, and once you've had one, it's hard. Any other one not having them, you're like, dang. Like, you almost wake up, be like, is it snow outside? And when it isn't, you're really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got a, a Christmas this or that that we're going to do. Okay. We'll, be, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. All right, you always do the games for us on the show. So this is yep. my little Christmas gift game, this or that for you. I love it. <laughs> it was a really long title. I need to work on that. Okay. Christmas pajamas or Christmas hats? Oh. <laughs> I guess I'll go pajamas just because I can never find one of those Christmas hats that fits my big head. So Christmas pajamas. Wait, you haven't found like a Santa hat? Mm-mm. Really? I have such an like unassumingly large head. head. It's not this way. It's this way. Like, I just had to buy, like, a specialty hat online. <laughs> like a Christmas hat? Just, like, any hat. It's, like, a size 8. Really? Yeah. So, no hats that are one size fits all. Doesn't fit me. That, mm. I'm the reason they had to do one size fits most. <laughs> that, that, that was why? Okay. Um, I think I'm going I'm going to go in Santa hat. I, I like Christmas pajamas, but I only wear them for, like, a picture and then I take them off. <laughs> See, like, a Santa hat would be, like, oversized on you. On me, it would be, like... <laughs> yeah. I could barely fit it. I did have one that went missing that I really, I loved. It was like, a, so Victoria's Secret Angel Fashion Show, right? Mm-hmm. They put out like a pink, like bedazzled Santa hat and I had it and I loved it. I wore it like all of December when I had it and then I lost it. I have no idea where it is. It's my favorite Christmas hat. Lunchbox probably stole it. Probably did. <laughs> probably did. Okay. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I'm going to go Christmas Day. I like the actual, I don't know. There's something about Christmas Day that just feels special. And it's like the entire world shuts down and it just feels like everybody's kind of all doing the same thing at once. So I just like Christmas Day better. I'm with you. The only thing I like about Christmas Eve is the anticipation of Christmas Day. Like how excited you get. You're like, it's happening tomorrow. Like, I I think that's the one time of year I ever feel that way. Yeah, the anticipation of it is pretty fun. Yeah, because then when it comes, you're like, dang, it's already over. I get really sad when that happens. Because I do love that anticipation. And that's why I feel like I love waiting. And I don't like any... Christmas presents early whatsoever. I'm like, no, Christmas Day it has to be Christmas Day. I don't want to know until Christmas Day. See, I, I do love that, though. I'm, I'm with you on that. I think they should all be done on that day. Because, yeah, Christmas Eve kind of ruins it. And, it's, and it's gone. I think mm. because I love Christmas, the actual day so much, I don't want it to be gone. So I want to, like, push it away as far as it can go. And then 6 a.m., all right, let's go. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You got it. Okay. Hot chocolate or eggnog? Ooh, can I go neither? <gasps> you don't like either? I don't really like hot chocolate, but if I had to go one, I had to, I'll had i say if I had to drink a gallon of one, I'd probably go hot chocolate. 
Dang, but you don't like hot chocolate. I don't think I've ever had just like good hot chocolate. I need to make you some of my homemade hot chocolate. Then you would like it. It's really good. Never been into it. But do you like chocolate in general? Yeah, I like dark chocolate. Yeah, you can still do dark chocolate with it too. Okay, I never had that. Well, like if you make it at home, so the way I make it at home, I had posted this recipe on Instagram a while ago, but you do um, your choice of milk, you do um, chocolate chips, cocoa, sugar, and vanilla. So your chocolate chips that you choose could be dark chocolate. Maybe that sounds that sounds better. Right? Like yeah. a homemade and then I make like a homemade whipped cream with it. So it's just I mean it's full of sugar. It's really <laughs> bad for you. But it's really good. So maybe you'd like that. But I'm with you. Hot chocolate. I don't mind eggnog. I've tried it recently for the first time. I think I've only ever had it once and it wasn't very good. It just tastes very eggy. <laughs> like you're literally drinking an egg. Uh, yeah, with I don't milk. I don't really get it. Yeah, I had I did have an alcoholic eggnog though, and that one was pretty good. I think mostly because they had like rum chata in it. <laughs> yeah, I remember the drunkest I've ever seen my grandpa back in the day was when he just drank a whole bottle of alcohol like eggnog by himself. <laughs> I, I don't even think he wanted to drink it. He was just hungry. So he drank so the So he eggnog. drank it, yeah. We're like, what happened to that bottle? <laughs> drink it all. That's funny. I didn't know it was that uh, intense of an alcohol to uh, yeah, get drunk off. this is a very thick drink. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's why I was like, is, is it very high in alcohol content? Okay, Christmas music, <laughs> music, Christmas music or Christmas movies. Ooh, this one's... Oh. There's something like I'm only listening to Christmas music in my car right now. Really? Like Christmas okay. time, I just turn it on, just Christmas music, random Christmas music. I love that. I love movies though. I know. I knew this one would be a hard one for you. Well, I actually thought you'd just choose movies right off the bat. So I'm kind of shocked. This is tough because I feel like, like that feels like the kickoff for me. Like I have layers of how I approach Christmas. Christmas music is like the first tier of it. Okay. Like I'll start listening to Christmas music before I start watching Christmas movies. I'm deep into the Christmas movies now. Oh, but the the music also make the movies because they're oh yeah. that's tough yeah he I got him I think I just have to go movies because I love just watching them on leading up to it and I could do without listening to it in the car so I have to go movies okay I mean you went you went back and forth there for a minute though I mean I'm impressed it's just music is such a big part because even if I didn't watch movies. Other parts of Christmas would still be fun with the music, like going to like a Christmas concert or like seeing people sing. Like, yeah, there's a lot more that happens with the music part of it. No, I mean, that's why I'm choosing Christmas music. And I also like on their own, like I wouldn't watch a Christmas movie in July. So yeah. like I could get rid of Christmas movies and be fine and watch a normal movie. Oh, dang, I could go be going back to music. Okay, well, I'll go I'll go music for both both of us because I'm I'm with you like music makes the whole season. You could just throw it on and you're it automatically in like a jolly mood and ready for the holiday to happen. So but I do. I mean, I'm with you. I love movies and there's specific ones that I will watch. So l- let me give you my tier in the version that typically happens. I start with the Santa Claus movies mm-hmm. and then I go into How the Grinch Stole Christmas and then Elf. And then everything else kind of follows. But I always have to watch those three to fully feel like I kicked off Christmas. How do you feel with my, my movie those are, choices? Those are solid ones. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're giving me eyes and I was like, hmm, I don't think he likes those. Okay. Do you have like a one that oh, kicks I, off your season? I just did a whole episode of like my wife and I's like go-to Christmas movies because we have a whole list that we have to work through every single year now. And she's also the one who kind of like turned me on to some Christmas movies that I hadn't really seen before. Okay. So like we have this entire guide of like, okay, we start with this one, go with this one. And then I have like Christmas movies that I feel like I can't watch until it's like a few days before. 
Like How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's like a, a unwrapping gifts type movie. Yeah, but it's so good. How but can you I have only to wait for it because it feels so Christmassy to me. It just the way it looks, it's so warm and just has like the theme of Christmas. That like I feel like that has the best message out of any Christmas movie. So I need to watch that either on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Dang, but you only watch it once the whole season? Yeah, I save it. Oh, I watch it on like repeat. It's like if it's on TV, I'm like put it on. <laughs> Dang. So that one and like a Christmas story, those are like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Okay. And then I always work in my R-rated Christmas movies. Which are like those what, are early bad on. Santa? Yeah, th- yeah, those are like the week out of Christmas of like, I need something fun. Yeah. Okay, solid. And then if, to kick it all off, do you have one? Elf. Elf, Elf kicks it all off. Okay. But so once you've watched them, though, you don't ever watch them again? No, because it has a big list. There's like 10 yeah. movies on it. I will add one more to my list. I'll add The Holiday. That's another one. They'll probably be number four because I can. I'll, I will. That's another one I'll watch on repeat. Honestly, I'll probably watch all four of those on repeat before yeah. watching any others. <laughs> okay, well, go check out. Is that a recent episode? Yeah, you can go of, check that out. Okay, Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. Go check that out. Ice skating or sledding? I've never. I, oh, I think I ice skated once and I was terrible at it. So I'll go sledding. Just once? Yeah, once in like third or fourth grade, we took a field trip to like a hockey rink. You haven't tried it as like an adult? Nope. I'm good. <laughs> You're like, no, thank you. I was so terrible at it. I'm better at like things on wheels than I am with blades on your feet. Yeah, and blades are scary, man. I think about often if I ever slip and fall, I'm like, I could just cut my arm off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good with that. Okay, yeah, I, I think I would go sledding too. I love ice skating. Like ice skating for a first date is pretty clutch. I have done that before. And oh. I was like, dang, this is pretty romantic. Yeah, I'd embarrass myself on that one. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what's fun about it. Is like it kind of gets all the awkward nerves out. You I guess know I don't what like I mean? the feeling of being like attached to something. Yeah, because that's yeah. why. Also, I've never skied. I've never snowboarded. Because you're just attached to the thing. Yeah, but it's so fun, Mike. <laughs> this is fun uh, life. A little adventure. Okay, making sugar cookies or making gingerbread house. Oh, making a gingerbread house is hard. It's okay. They never when you get those little packages. The icing they put in it never works. Yeah, we did that last year. It was tough. But I don't, I guess I didn't know that most people eat them. Yeah, I didn't You're either. You're supposed I to you eat just, it? I, I thought you just made it and then you threw it away like 20 days later. Yeah, I was watching like Shark Tank the other day and somebody came up with like a different way to make them that's a lot easier. It's just like a tin where you like essentially make like a, it's almost like a big cookie thing. Oh, interesting. But it's it's in the shape of a cake. And it's a lot easier to make than making the house. And they're like, yeah, because you eat it after. I was like, you're supposed to eat it after? I was like, after you've been touching it and like messing with it? It is technically edible. I just don't feel like that, like a, a hard icing would be good. I've never eaten yeah, a gingerbread house. It looks good. Are you supposed to eat it? Or did she make it up to get a pitch on Shark Tank? <laughs> probably. <laughs> that is probably how. Because let me tell you, I also don't know that I like gingerbread cookies in general. I do like gingerbread. You do? Yeah. Okay. I, I was going to say, I don't know if, it, if that's a me thing or if it's a common thing, but yeah, I've never been a fan of gingerbread cookies. But I do feel like it's an experience to make a gingerbread house. So I'll, I'm actually going to go gingerbread house. You are. Like, even okay. though like the process is dumb, it's a fun tradition. That is fair. I, our tradition, so every year, typically like the day before Christmas Eve or on Christmas Eve, we would make homemade like Christmas cookies and they were sugar cookies and they were so good. And we would eat them while we were making them. But we'd have so many. My sister and I would have so many to ice. And we'd have like five different icing colors. And we'd have all these different sprinkles out to make them all pretty. And it took us hours, Mike. I mean, we would be in there for like six hours. And like for a lot of years after, we're like, why do we keep doing this? Yeah. For for that, that, our version of that is tamales. 
Okay, so that because that because takes like five six hours. Do you guys eat that on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? We'll make them on Christmas Eve and then have them. You can have them that night and then the next day you reheat them. Okay. So on Christmas Day, you just have them ready. Okay, that makes sense. Well, then that helps Christmas Day. Then it's like already ready. So yeah. you don't have to worry so about it. So as cooking. we're doing gifts, like right after we're done, go to tamales. Okay. See, like that, we have our own, our own version, the us that you were referring yeah. to earlier, <laughs> Christmas cookies. So I'm going sugar cookies for that reason. But yeah, we don't make them much anymore. A lot of work. A lot of the Christmas things in general are a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, that's why we only do it once a year. <laughs> exactly. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. I got some more uh, random holiday questions for you. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. These are just random Christmas questions, Mike. Are you sensing a theme here? Oh, yes. Random and Christmas. I got it. <laughs> we're, we're doing a whole thing here. We're totally focused because we have to get in the holiday spirit. We are moments away from I Santa think coming. I'm almost there. I'm like 60% fully in the holiday spirit. I'm going to need you to get like 80%. Okay, here. I can get there after these random questions. Yes. Have you ever lied and told someone their present was in the mail, but it hasn't arrived yet? No, I'm pretty good at ordering like way in advance. Dang, never? No. Oh, I've done that a lot of times. Really? A lot of times. Oh, no. Like, I'm kind of along the same lines of, like, Christmas music and Christmas movies. I don't really switch over into, like, the shopping spirit until, like, right after Thanksgiving. 
I think it's Black Friday that kind of kicks that off for me. But then I try to get it all done that same weekend. Dang, I'm actually like impressed right now. Like not once in your life have you done this. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's crazy. I've done that a lot. No, like I'll do it all that Thursday, Friday, and like Cyber Monday is where I like try to have the bulk. Like I would say 80% of my Christmas gifts like done and ordered. And then I do like to actually like go into the store to like find things because I feel like that's kind of like Christmas to me of like actually going to the mall, going mm-hmm. to like small shops and like finding things there. Maybe things that people didn't necessarily say like they wanted or like just things that I see that make me think of people. So I do like the actual going to the store to buy things. I'll save that for like that week after. Very most like two weeks outside of Christmas is when I'm finishing up shopping. Dang, you! I'm proud. Like that is awesome. Can you like give me some of that Christmas elf energy? I don't know. what I, I think it's also because I see it as like how I see like a work task of like, okay, I have to mm-hmm. do this. I have, a, I have a list. I have to check people off this list. I order things. And it's for me, it's not that hard. Like here's my list. I can get it done and get everything shipped just because I know I don't want to be stressing on the other end of like, oh man, is this, I'm going to have to pay extra for shipping. I'm going to have to go yeah. pick it up in person somewhere. I have that. I have like gift anxiety. I think that's more of my problem It's because I get ideas and then I'll start searching for it and find it. I'm like, no, they're not going to like that. Like I, I go back and forth a lot. So instead um. of just like pulling the trigger on what I thought originally, which I almost always come back to anyway, I'm like, get, I get nervous. I'm like, no, they won't like it. When do you start thinking about it? Because I think that also helps me too. I do it that weekend. Like I did a lot of shopping over Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And I did do a decent amount for Christmas. I think more often it's birthdays. Most, But I did start recently. I put every single one of my friend's birthday in my calendar for every year. I'm like, I can't keep doing this because it always surprises me when it comes up, even though I have a way of knowing. Yeah. But birthdays get me. Christmas I'm better about. I think I'm done with Christmas. I think I'm, I've already finished all my shopping at this point. But birthdays those those get me i guess it helps that a lot of the people i buy gifts for have birthdays around christmas like closer Uh, to like later part of the year like in the fall so sometimes there's something that i didn't get them for their birthday they're like i'll save that for christmas that does help for sure and then i'm just like okay i'll save that and then i already have kind of an idea of what i'm getting into about the time november rolls around yeah it's hard with my wife though because her birthday is in january so it's having to make that distinction of like, I'm keeping these two things separate and not penalizing you for having a January birthday. <laughs> you have to have Christmas and January separate. Yeah. No, that makes sense though. She probably appreciates that from you. Yeah, that's tough. Okay. What Christmas themed food do you think is the grossest? Oh, the grossest. Yeah. Uh, I remember like going to like school Christmas parties like at school and they would always have the fruitcake. Oh, Nobody yeah. would ever eat it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, like where did that even come from? And why Why is it always a decoration of Christmas, but it's never eaten? Yeah, it's one of those just, it's a tradition. You have this fruitcake and it would always be there. No one would eat it. It like, Was your fruitcake the one with jello in it? Or was it the one that actually was like, kind of like angel food with fruitcake? Kind of like that. It just had like actual pieces of fruit in it <laughs> that were like super hard and you didn't know what it was. Is this a peach? Is this a strawberry? No idea. Yeah, I've seen both. Yeah. But... I think more of the jello ones in movies, maybe. And the fruitcake is always right next to the eggnog. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Ironically, <laughs> I, mine's kind of similar to yours. It's always it's the cranberry that comes out of the can, mm. and it looks sliced. I remember, I'm going to admit something to you, Mike. For probably the first 20 years of my life, I always thought that was meat. Always. That it was and like, I never asked like dog food? 
Like, yeah, like it was sliced ham or something that somebody was having because I don't eat meat and I haven't since I was eight. So I was like, mm, this is a new one that they're eating. I didn't think twice about it. And people put it on their thing. And I was like, that looks freaking disgusting. How are you eating that? And then I think I was like 23 when somebody was like, yeah, but don't, don't forget the can, can of cranberry. And I watched him put it on the plate. I'm like, that's what that was the entire time. <laughs> I thought it was meat. <laughs> I was in like shock. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that one grossed me out. Especially with like, if it just it sits from like out of a can, which is like this giant circular and you thing. you still see like the ridges on it. Yes. <laughs> or if they slice it and then it really looks like messed up meat. So that's gross to me. Yeah. I'll co-sign that one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for letting me be vulnerable. <laughs> if you had to live in a holiday movie, which one would you choose? Ooh. Oh, it would probably be how the Grinch stole Christmas, live in Whoville. Oh, right? But like the only thing I don't like about Whoville is my nose would be all funky. Yeah, I'd probably be living where the Grinch is living, to be honest. With Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Whoville's a good one. Okay. I really love Elf, but like it doesn't take place in Elf. So I think I'm going to go, you know what I mean? Like it takes in place in New Pole. York. It starts in the North Pole. That, that would be fun to live in with the narwhal. Well, see, that, and that's why animals. I'm going to do Santa Claus because the Santa Claus is almost all in the North Pole for all three movies. Besides the first one where he like becomes it. But the rest of them, yeah. You could live with Santa. That's a good one. I think so. But Whoville's good. You know, I'm going to get vulnerable again with you. Um, I used to pretend I was Cindy Lou and I would sing all her songs. Like... <laughs> <laughs> When I used to really want to be a singer, I would line up all my stuffed animals and I would sing Where Are You Christmas to them. <laughs> and I would even put my hair up in the little thing. <laughs> I don't mean this offensive, but I, I could see that. For, <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was one. I, I, I put on a lot of shows for my stuffed animals, but one that happened every holiday season was Where Are You Christmas. The Christmas concert. Yeah. But it's particularly that song. It was on like repeat. So that song. Okay, if you could you demonstrate it to everybody listening now? I think they want to hear it. No. Where are you, Christmas? There you go. The stuffed animals are applauding. (laughs) Okay. If you could spend the holidays in a foreign country, where would you go? Oh, I've still been dying to go to Japan, but I don't feel like that's a Christmassy environment. Yeah, no. Oh, where do they celebrate? You know, I would kind of, I think I would go Australia. Because it's it's summer there mm-hmm. during this time, and I feel like there's a juxtaposition of celebrating a wintry holiday in a warm climate. So that I feel like true. it'd be a totally different look on it. Yeah, that is a good one. I do wonder what, like, is there Christmas at the same time as ours? Yeah. So it just is a summer Christmas, it's just, basically. Yeah, they're hanging out in That's shorts and wild. t-shirts. That's crazy to think about. Like, they've only known Christmas in the warm weather. Yeah, and they still have to listen to Christmas music. It's all like... Ice and that hurts my brain and like North Pole stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I think I would do Belgium, where the Chris. I think that's where the Christmas market is. I don't know if you've ever seen videos of like the giant Christmas market in Europe. Just know their waffles. Yeah. So there's like, and and I could be wrong, but I think Belgium is pretty Christmassy too. But there is a a giant Christmas market that happens in Europe. I'm on Google. Are you googling? Yeah, it? Christmas market in Belgium. It's like there's this really... uh, The Brussels Christmas market? It could be that one, too. Brussels, Belgium. The most popular Christmas market in Belgium. 13... 
Oh, it's 3.5 million visitors a year. That's a lot of people. I was going to say, there is one, and I would love to go and experience that. And somebody's going to probably tell me and, and that I should have known it. But, yeah, there's a it's a Christmas market in Europe, and I would go there, and I would probably never leave because it looks like it's straight out of a, out of a movie. I'm not going to lie. This kind of looks like how they decorate in Mexico for Christmas. Like, they go all out there. Really? I think that's why I enjoyed it. Okay, so wait. Oh, wait. Like, there all is- the light, like. The most, the, the, the longest last, the oldest one is Strasbourg in France. So there's also that. There's France. a few. I would just go to all of them. Just take me to Europe. Just <laughs> take go to me Europe. to every Christmas market. But dang, that's what Mexico looked like? Yeah. Impressive. Like the downtown of Belgium looks like downtown to where I would go. See, I love when things are decorated like that. Like all, you were talking about like going to the mall to buy things. I love going to the mall because of all the decorations. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel very holiday. So like being able to walk around in a town where it's all that and you just look like you're in the North Pole, that's what I want. We don't really have that in Wichita. (laughs) (laughs) We have really cool lights in a lot of places, but there isn't like a massive Christmas market, you know? I was just in Wichita last week. Didn't feel like Christmas there yet. (sighs) Dang it. Don't tell me that. I'm going to go home, Mike. Okay. This is our last question we'll end on. If you had a snow day, what would you spend it doing? Ooh, a snow! Oh, I love snow days as a kid. That meant school was canceled. Go out play in the snow. In Texas, it really wasn't snow; it was like ice. And I always wanted to build like a snowman. I could never really do it because it was all ice. So <laughs> yeah. I would, in a real snow day, I'd build a snowman, like legit, the top hat, the carrot nose, the arms. Yeah, let me tell you, it's a lot more work than you think it would be. I know. It sounds like it's a fun, lot of though. work. You spent a lot of hours out there. Hours yeah. to build a snowman? <laughs> At least that's what happened when I was a kid. Like, I mean, it took us hours. Really? Yeah. I thought they'd be like 15 minutes tops. That's what you think. But like actually compacting snow and yeah. making one bigger than the other one. And then they all sit. And then you have to make sure you go find all the things to put in the snowman. Yeah, it's a lot more work than you think. I'm down to try it, though. I think you should. Maybe a little snowman. You're going to have to go have a white Christmas somewhere. That's not going to happen in Texas. Yeah, not finding it there. Yeah, no, no, no. I think I I sledding. I would love to. Listen, we have, so Central County Park in Wichita, there's this, it's the only, like, hill within probably 150 miles. It is Um, so flat there. That's what I noticed when we were just there. I was like, I could see everything. Yeah, it's a wild thing also coming back to Tennessee, and you're like, dang, you're just driving, and you're driving in hills. Yeah, and you don't see, yeah. No, Kansas, it's just flat. (laughs) It's a wild, you're talking about juxt, what what did you say? What was your big word you used? Juxtaposition? Yeah, that's that. Kansas and Tennessee. Um, but our one big hill, at least that was like close to where I lived was in Tedrick County Park. I think it was a man-made hill. I'm pretty sure it was like dirt just piled on top of it. So Wichita and Kansas is so flat that they have to man-make hills. I think so. I could be wrong. It could be a original. There is the Flint Hills in Kansas, which are beautiful. And those are like very hilly, much like driving. Like if you're driving in Tennessee, it's very much like that. But that's far away from me. It's like two hours away. And it's out in the middle of nowhere. Like nobody really... Fully lives out in the Flint Hills. Um, but we have the hill in Central County. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's fake. But it was always there for snow days. And so anytime there was a snow day, everybody in Wichita would be at this hill. And it was so much fun. And you go sledding with your little makeshift sled. And it'd be like a little party on the hill. And we would, I mean, we that snow was gone by the end of the day. Like, it was just everybody made it disappear because so many people were sledding <laughs> down it. So I, I would go back to Central County Hill. For that one experience. Because it's so much more fun, too. Like, I've, I've sled here in Nashville, 
But like nobody's all together. I think that's what also made it so cool is like everybody was there. It's like a movie. Yeah. Like literally if it was a snow day, everybody from May's high school was out at that snow hill. And it'd be like you're at school, but instead it's a snow day. And it was so awesome. Whereas here it'd be like there's five of us. I'm like, dang, this is pretty boring. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to head over to listener Q&A unless you have any other random Christmas things you would like to share, Mike. I want to say that I'm at like 100% Christmas now. Spirit is up. We got there. I'm so proud of us. The sled is off. We're going. Yeah, now if only we could get you some snow. Yeah. Then I think you'd be like 150, even though I know Bobby hates that. But like, I think you'd be at 150 because <laughs> yeah. snow. Snow makes everything better, I think. I don't uh, know. You're smiling like I no. don't know. <laughs> like on Christmas, it's fun because you don't have anything to do. Yeah. If there's snow like just out and like hinders me from like driving my car. Yeah, I don't but know like if it's going to be cold, it should snow. If you're going to make me suffer through cold weather, it might as well be pretty. No, I don't want added snow onto that. Yeah. If you're going to make me be freezing, it's like 10 degrees outside. It might as well be snowing. I don't see it that way. Okay. <laughs> that, that is what you call <laughs> Texas grown and Kansas yeah. grown. All right. Come meet us at Listener Q&A. That's the best bits of the week with Morgan. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the other two parts this weekend. Go follow the show on all social platforms. At Bobby Bones Show. And follow at WebGirlMorgan. To submit your listener questions for next week's episode. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.